when the truth is now treason, a podcast that annihilates the lies but defends justice and truth, particularly the truth. Welcome, my wonderful traders. Those of you who love the truth and will stand with us in speaking it, even if we're called traitors by our society, thank you for joining us here at Truth Is Now Treason. So today we're going to be sharing our new truth bit called What If. I'm Dietrich and she is Linux. If this is your first time with us, I want to invite you to look at our website, truthisnowtreason.com, because we've updated it. It looks awesome. I did an amazing job at updating it. No. Did, didn't look so good before because Lennox did it, but my creativity came through. Sorry, it was not me. <laughs> it wasn't either one of us. We're going to give a shout out to Will at Cedarville University. I am nothing but impressed with Cedarville University. Went there to get some help for us. They are a great bunch of people. If you're looking for a place to send your kid to college, I want to highly recommend Cedarville University. So on our new website, you're going to see how we have five different types of episodes. We've got truth bits that cover biblical truths and at times has singing from Lennox. Those are the worst ones. And then we have (laughs) buckets of grace, which cover biblical truths more in depth. And then we have treason bites where we look at current events from a biblical point of view. Meet the traitor where we talk to guests. And last but not least, American Idol, where we do comedy and parodies of songs. Have you ever thought about dying? I mean, nothing makes you realize you are mortal than when you or someone you love contracts a deadly disease or becomes terminally ill. And not too long ago, it's actually last year, we headed to Florida because my stepdad had been diagnosed with cancer and had complications with his feeding tube. And he was taken to the hospital, or he went there willingly, actually. And while there, somehow he got COVID, MRSA, And then an infection that made it seem like there was no hope. And at the time, the doctors couldn't seem to figure out what was feeding the infection and therefore made his medical options limited. Emotionally, it took a toll on each family member. It was kind of like a roller coaster ride. One day he was responding very well, the next, not so much. And I watched as my mom would get up in the wee hours of the morning. And head to the hospital to be with him. And she was 75 at the time just to show her love and support to him and pray over him. Yeah, in some cases, it was to check to make sure the nurses were doing their job. (laughs) Yes. And I noticed how this situation just brought stress on my mom being at the hospital for hours that extended into days, into weeks, and almost two months. And his mortality was real, very real. We had numerous people praying for him, praying for his healing. But I had to ask myself, what if God chose not to heal? Yeah, we know that God can do all things. We believe that. But what if he chooses not to heal? How do we deal with that? Do we get angry at life? Maybe even angry at God himself. How do we cope? Well, the ending to our story here is that God did not heal Gene, Lennox's stepdad. We had to say goodbye in July of last year. Now, it's a temporary goodbye, though, because he was a follower of Christ. He's in a much better place than we are now, and we have that assurance of seeing him again in heaven. But all of us felt the heartbreak and still do. 
Yeah, my mom is still grieving and now has been forced to begin another chapter in her life without someone she cares about. She has done a terrific job, though, this past year of trying to go on, and we we do empathize with her. Yes, sometimes in the middle of severe hurt, the inclination to question or blame God can surface. It's a common response. GodQuestions.org wrote it like this. It's a perfect way to describe our thinking when it comes to these thoughts enter our minds. Blaming God is common response when life doesn't go our way. Since God is supposedly in control of everything, the thinking goes, he could have stopped what happened. He could have changed the situation to benefit me. He could have averted the calamity. Since he did not, he is to blame. And however normal it is to blame God, we must know that God isn't at the center of every bad thing. Remember that it is because of sin. It was the first sinful act that brought death into our universe, sin and nothing more. It doesn't mean that you have sinned in this case or other cases, but that sin exists. Also, having a right relationship with God does not exempt you from the disasters of life. Everyone suffers a hard blow at some time throughout his or her life. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but If you haven't had a bad time, you're sure gonna. I know that we have been experiencing something very difficult this past year and a half. Many of you know that because we have posted about some of those things. And this experience for myself and with my stepdad, Gene, have inspired me to learn some songs that talk about how sometimes life brings us some whoffers and so much that they really can break us, knock us down, knock the wind out of us, cripple or paralyze us too. But first, listen to this promise given to us believers by God. This is beautiful. It's out of Psalm 121, and it says this, I will raise my eyes to the mountain. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Behold, he who watches over Israel, he will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not beat you down by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time and forever. And if you are listening to that and you're wondering, what in the world does that mean? First off, I want to say one of the best TV shows ever made that for whatever reason people ignored, Low Winter Sun, they quote that verse verse 1 and 2 specifically. So make sure you check that out. So what does this all mean? Have you ever had a time in your life when you're thinking, I have no hope? There's nowhere to look. If we're believers, if we have dedicated our life to Christ, we can raise our eyes up to the sky. I will raise my eyes to the mountain. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord. We've all faced times in our life where we think, I have no hope. Our hope is Christ. And it's not a minor hope. It's not something, well, maybe he can take care of it. He has promised he will see us through until the end, no matter what happens. Well, and I think, too, that he is aware of our hurts or he's aware of our situations. And so that, to me, encourages me to know that the God, God of the universe, is paying attention to what's happening to me. And he knows he's watching from the wee hours of the morning to the darkness at night. You know, he's aware. That's just encouraging. I mean, and that is amazing when you think about it. 
the creator of the universe, and we know how big the universe is, he is there paying attention to what's happening to you. Now, we may never understand why God doesn't intervene sometimes when we ask, but we do know that we have a God who cares about everything that is happening in our lives. We have a God who makes mountains that will guard us. And sometimes God chooses not to heal. What are you going to do when he chooses not to? Can you sing this song? It's a song called Even If by Mercy Me. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now I'm losing back. Stood on this stage night after night Reminding the broken it'll be alright Right now, oh right now I just can't It's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring me down But what will I say I'm held to the flame like I am right now. I know you're able and I know you can. Save through the fire with your mighty hand. But even if you don't, my hope is you alone. They say it only takes a little Oh, 
thank my wonderful Sunday school teacher who is much, much older than I am (laughs) 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 who partnered with me on that song. (laughs) Thank you, Brenda. And also again, our gratitude goes out to Kenny for helping us record it. You guys made it possible. And as for you, our fellow traders, you make our time and effort worth it by being faithful listeners to us. So thanks until next time. (laughs) 